When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, hello. Folks, you know what it is, you know what it do, you know what it be, you know what it was, you know what it wasn't, you know what it will be, you know what it never will happen. Damn. (laughs) That was a good one. Thank you. Guys, it's another episode of Iconography. I'm Io. And I'm Olivia. And baby, tell us what this podcast is about. This is a podcast about celebrities. This is a podcast about icons. This is a podcast where Io and I ask a very important question, which is, can a celebrity endure the test of time? And usually we have someone on to talk about that, but we're doing a little special. Oh, baby, it's another Io and Olivia sit-down dinner, my dinner with Io and Olivia, directed by Louis Mal, but... Before we get to that, every week, we have our icons of the moment, right? We have our icons of the week. And 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 we talk to each other about them. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is what happens. And um, Io, do you have an icon of the week? And Olivia, I do have an icon of the Gorgeous. week. Gorgeous. My icon of the week is a person. <gasps> Thrilling. My icon of the week is a man. Okay. It Brave. is one Mr. Tevin Campbell. Whoa. If you are not familiar with the gorgeous pantheon of 90s R&B, then I suggest you get yourself familiar, and I suggest you start with Mr. Tevin Campbell of the hit single, Can We Talk? Um, my friend Ben, you know Ben, has uh, a story about uh, smoking weed with Tevin Campbell on a stoop in Oakland as a, as a teen. What? <laughs> it was like it was like Tevin Campbell was like friends with someone he knew's like stepdad or something and he just like walked up and Ben was like you're Tevin Campbell and Tevin Campbell was like yeah. <laughs> I hope it was Tevin Campbell. I'm pretty sure it was. It was some like famous It would famous be really R&B funny singer. if it was a guy who just looked like Tevin Campbell <laughs> and would just be always be like yeah, I'm, sure, let's say I'm Tevin Campbell. Let's do it. Have you been listening to a lot of Tevin? I've been listening to a lot of Tevin, and I've just been gaining a lot of appreciation for Tevin. Again, not only, like, the fact that he just was, like, so talented. Can We Talk is one of the greatest songs ever, period, forever. It's just literally always good. Um, I'm Ready, also another hit. But um, he also did the voice um, and the songs for uh, the Goofy movies. Yes. Um, yeah. And he's. That's why those soundtracks go the fuck off. He's Powerline. That's why. That's why it's good. Because Tevin Campbell is Powerline. He's great. I think that's um, a great choice. 
I think it's a great choice too. And I just specifically have been sort of longing because another thing I've been doing during this like period, I think I've just like rebecoming my mother and I'm mm. listening to like music that she would listen to when like we clean the house or like when she just needed to relax. And it's a lot of like 90s R&B and gospel. And I'm just going to say this, like they don't make music like they used to when men had to hide their sexuality. Like, like that's the reason why all these men are mumbling is because they're like so publicly allowed to just like be horrible that they don't have to <laughs> internalize anything in their spirits and their voices if they did if they had things to suppress right we would we would have some talent again is what i believe so you know obviously i'm for like society progressing and getting more open and better but i don't know okay at wait. what cost talking about how r&b isn't as good anymore do you want to hear a thought i had last night as i was falling asleep and i i was like i have to remember to talk to io about this yeah of course do you think khalid is a black ed sheeran wow Wow, you really went and said it, didn't because, you? Because oh, let's just let's just think about it. Just yeah. kind of dresses like the most normal person in the world. Yeah, people are obsessed with him for some reason. I don't totally understand. Yes, and kind of just like makes music that is like maybe slightly better than average in a kind of genre that doesn't get a lot of play. Like, yep. Uh, it's just like it's like the women who are making R&B right now are like operating on such a high level that like yes and the men are just kind of like if you step up a little bit you're like oh my god and that's like Ed Sheeran and pop music and it's yep. like Khalid and that's Khalid in, in this R&B space that's like kind of R&B yeah Mostly but it's also just it's just like him being like pop. I love taking long drives I'm a teenager like yeah blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Not to I need bully the boys team, to but... step it up. I just that's kind of what I need. I just need the boys to step it up. I know. And I don't know how that's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know what this will require of me. Um, Listen, I don't think I you can, can put that burden on yourself. Do this. I just feel like we need to get the work in, done, and nobody's doing it. So. <laughs> I actually think it is it is incumbent on me to do something about it. I don't know what or why, <laughs> but that's how I feel right now. I, my my friend Kat posted this video. You ever seen? Um, it was called Black Men United, and it was like a super group made up of all of the the men in R and B. No, and they basically did like this song called "You Will Know," and um. It was written by D'Angelo. This was like 1994 or five. And it is also, it was in the movie Jason's Lyric, if you remember oh that. <laughs> and um, like, this is like, there's like holes in pop culture. Like we should know about this. Yeah. But anyways, so like D'Angelo wrote the song, didn't sing on it. Lenny Kravitz played the guitar, didn't sing on it because this was like before. Yeah. He was like fully Lenny Kravitz. And like Elder Barge was in it. Um, uh, Brian McKnight, Boys to Men, I'll Be Sure, Joe, Keith Sweat, uh, H-Town, or Kelly, uh, Usher, Tony, Tony, Tony. Um, that is so crazy. What? Stokely Williams of Mint Condition, um, Silk, like all these guys coming together and the song, all the proceeds went to like five different organizations like it, it just and it just like, like it just like doesn't exist in kind no. of our like collective mind no. 
It's like, why do I know about We Are the World? I don't give a shit. And about I that don't song. know about You Will Know. Yeah. From Jason's lyric. <laughs> I, I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking for the for this to happen again. I'm asking for the boys to to put it together. Oh yes, and Tevin Campbell is in it. If I didn't say it, so Tevin this Campbell's a in it. Full circle. Yes. yes. And anyway, so how do we get that again? I don't know, but I realized that I wanted to switch my icon because you reminded me of someone who I think is really important. Who did I remind you of? You reminded me of the person on my block who plays uh, Something in Common by Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown every single day. (laughs) (laughs) Every single day at like 11.30 a.m. Something in Common by Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. Like in the morning? In the morning. It is the full daytime. I'll be in like a Zoom meeting and I'll be like, I'll hear hear Bobby Brown being Anything but that. Like every single day. And you know, ultimately I'm grateful. Hmm. Sometimes I I I assume in my head it's all the same person, but I think this person also really likes Mariah. Um because mm. sometimes taste. it'll be a Mariah joint and it's like that taste. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. You need something to get you started. I I did like I have been like because I can only sort of hear it's the songs that like I feel like sometimes they're closer, sometimes they're further away. Sure. Um, but I do every time. Sometimes I hear they're it, closer and sometimes they're further away. I feel like they're in their car. Maybe they're like parking it in a different spot. Sure, on the block, sure, sure, sure. You know? mm-hmm. um, but sometimes I do just like I'll hear it and I'll be like, I want to hear this like in, in fall. And I am reminded of what a great song this is. And then I get really sad about Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. Um, what happened? Why? Hmm? Why? Why do you get sad? I don't she's make me so do talented. this. Don't make me do oh. this. She's really talented. I'm sure I know, she's doing she, fine. I know she's really talented and Bobby kind of ruined her life. What happened? Okay, I, I'm going to make you go watch the Whitney Houston Bobby Brown Bravo TV series. <laughs> and we'll we'll just kind of, we'll circle back. Okay, if you insist. <laughs> You hate when I do that. It's so rude. It's so rude to Whitney. And you know that. You know know. that. The thing is, I don't. Not particularly. Some things I know very concretely and some I don't. Mm. Well, Olivia, Mm -hmm. I think it might be time. Don't you? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm excited for this because I, I picked someone who, if you read the episode notes, you already know who it is. But it's not because I think that they're an icon. It's because I wanted to have a discussion about what makes an icon before you say that as well i'm gonna say we've done episodes like this before maybe we're gonna have to splice this and dice this and just rearrange the time of this because you just going straight into it we gotta give the people a little preamble you know what i'm saying okay we can cut this no let's circle back no we're gonna no we're gonna keep it in but i'm just gonna say you gotta give the people a little preamble okay to say last time we did these we did a series and our series was music and this series <laughs> it's funny just to say our series music all of it <laughs> and this series directors yes film directors specifically specifically what kind of other directors i don't know oh, television theater, commercial art. music video yeah, creative okay. Art. Okay, okay, okay yeah creative directors well yeah, I mean, we could one day actually i mean I don't know. yeah you know life is long pot is plot is longer <laughs> okay so olivia you picked a director I picked in order director. to have a discussion yeah 
with me of all people. Thank you for the honor. Yours, by the way. <laughs> I I always I always pick you to have a conversation. <laughs> you got me blushing. Oh, um, yeah. Do you want me to say who it is? I would please, Livy. Who's your icon? Okay, the person I want to talk about is. Oh wait, before you say that, actually, yeah, I'm gonna say one thing. Mm-hmm. We actually told each other who our icons were before. Oh yeah, I own those. <laughs> no, I forgot. Oh wait, what? You I fully forgot. forgot. Mm-hmm. Okay, I picked uh, Noah Bambach. Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. Oh lord. <laughs> that's here exactly we go. The, that's the reaction I wanted to hear. Oh lord, here we go. So Olivia, yeah, I ask you the question that often you are the one to ask a guest. Uh huh. When did you first realize this person was an icon to you? <laughs> Okay, I would like to I would like to go back to my original point, which is oftentimes on this show, people pick someone who is like is is like I don't know. I feel like sometimes people will pick people and we will get into this position, not to get like meta about the show, but like we'll be in this position where someone is like so passionate about someone that we can't like um it's hard to be objective it's hard to be objective and it's hard to be like no i don't think that person is an icon because you're like sitting literally right next to them and it's like Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but like i i think noah is someone who is like right kind of on the precipice and like could go either way Mm -hmm. and is maybe just in the middle and so i just wanted to like talk about him i wanted to Mm -hmm. kind of like explore our thoughts especially now because he's just so classically like like a like an arty white boy in a, at a yeah. time where I think we are maybe like kind of turning away from that culturally, mm-hmm. um, and so so that's kind of the groundwork from which I'm operating. Okay. Um, but to answer your other question, I think I, the <laughs> I think the oh. first time I really like got into him was um, when I saw Francis Ha, so a little late in the game. Yes, I was rolling her eyes right now. I was rolling her eyes. The first time I saw Frances Ha, well, Frances Ha is the first movie that I fell asleep to in a theater. <laughs> it's the first movie. I was shocked. Do you not I, like it? I, I, what did I say? <laughs> I fell asleep. Okay. And then I had to watch it again, and then I was like, I'm going to get it. But you talked to me about your Frances Ha story. My Frances Ha story is that it was like the <laughs> Every first... girl's got one. <laughs> Listen, if you went to... Uh, specifically us, uh, Frances Ha came out like right when we got to NYU. Uh-huh. So I saw Frances Ha in a nearly empty theater mm-hmm. at IFC, at IFC Center, like a week after moving to New York. And mm-hmm. so I was really like... Oh, wow. Feeling it. Yes, of course. And then I think I kind of like worked backwards and I think that like some of his movies are really great and I think some of them are a piece of shit. And then I think uh-huh. like um, I think people are really like uh, into like him and Greta's whole like psychosexual thing. madness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's also like some juicy dirt to talk about with Noah because well, we can get into it. We can get into it for yeah. sure. But let's talk about the work first. This is sort of where we start. Yes. So you saw Francis Ha and you were like, my dude. My dude. Yes. I was like, my dude. And then I was like, oh, Greta did a lot of that work. Mm -hmm. So like that kind of like 
Mars, like the Francis Ha of everything. But yes, um, I think I went backwards and eventually I saw, you know, Squid and the Whale, kind of a great movie. Kicking and Screaming, which is actually my favorite. Have you seen Kicking and Screaming? I have seen Kicking and Screaming. Okay, so Kicking and Screaming to me is kind of like a perfect Noah Baumbach movie because absolutely nothing happens and it's just a bunch mm-hmm. of rich white people complaining the whole time. Correct. And there's no like, at no point is he trying to like pretend it's anything other than that. Correct. He's never trying to be like, oh, like this is a movie like about something more. It's like, this like marriage story is great. Like it, it's... Uh, I think it's because the best ones are all the really like personal ones. Mm-hmm. Like I can't watch like I don't know my Arrowhead stories. Like that doesn't. How do you feel about uh, Mistress America? I hate it. I hate that movie. I think that okay. movie is so boring, and it's like I think it's like poorly written and it doesn't really have a point. Wow! Didn't you just say you liked Web? <laughs> no, but but okay. Here's the thing: is that like I I. There are there is a difference to me between like a movie not having a point and a movie being kind of like purposefully aimless. Okay. Which is what kicking and screaming is. Kicking and screaming is about like the period of your life after college where you don't know what's gonna happen and mm-hmm. you just kind of like sit instead of like taking any action. Yeah. Um and so the fact that the movie just sits makes perfect yeah. sense to me. It's like um like those like big three wit stillman movies have kind of the same energy where it's Mm -hmm. like oh of course these like new york debutantes of course nothing is like sort of really happening here it's because they're like rich and there's like no point to like making them go on like a big discovery journey because that's like not what would happen it's like that kind of um that kind of like hyper realist thing right um which I think is why it makes so much sense that he's like friends with Annie Baker because they're like two people yes. who like who yes. like both are very specific about like this is how it sounds when people talk to each other in mm-hmm. real life mm-hmm. and this is what like real life is like and then like sometimes something will get like tweaked a little bit in a way that like makes it pop. Um, yeah, but I think it's so it's so funny how. I really do love Annie Baker and I'm yeah. like, I get Annie Baker and I don't mind sitting in a theater for two and a half hours. Oh baby, make it three. Make it three I want to watch the long version of the make flick. It, make it three and, and tack an extra, tack a theater seven onto the three hours, baby. <laughs> I don't mind. And then I think a lot of Bombback does make me feel irritated. Yeah, um, get into it. I don't know. It's like, I think maybe part of it is this frustration where I'm like, God, like you could just be, you can literally just be Noah Bobbeck and you can be born and raised in New yeah. York and have a lovely life. And then, you know, with like existential, you know, dreads and anxieties and frustrations and then like record that. And everybody's like, wow. But like it's, but a lot of other people, don't get to do that like i remember seeing like last black man in san francisco which still Mm -hmm. isn't even like that aimless honestly but i remember seeing it with a white friend and they and i was like holy shit i loved this movie and they were like eh, it's okay it's just like any other art movie and i was like but when have you seen yeah (laughs) that it's like there's no like i think i think kind of like a similar thing is like there's no black link later 
Like uh-huh. that doesn't exist. Right. Kind of just like a black like hangout movie mm-hmm. doesn't really. That's a, I, I'm trying to think if there is one because there are like romantic. There's like light black movies, but there are yeah. no like, uh, like, like where's a black like slacker or like a black squid in the whale or yeah. like. I don't know. I mean, I don't. Like, I feel like black movies have to be so high concept. Like, pretty much. Yeah, you have to be able to like really sell it in the room. Yes. In order well, to that's... get it made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having been in the room, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a room and like pitching stuff, but it is like you do have to have like a certain element of like, and this will speak to X, Y, and Z, and that is why blah da 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 do. Like, but I also wonder. I mean, if there's a thing too of like. Atlanta has tonal, like tonally jarring and like weird moments and is like has, you know, this comedic heightenedness. But I think that kind of has been to me the the glimpses of like the closest, like here are just black people hanging out and speaking like how they speak. And that I think is also part of why it is so resonant and like felt so cool right it is just like it's like those scenes of atlanta where they're just like hanging out yeah are just like very kind of quietly like astounding because it is Mm -hmm. like none of the none of the dialogue is like heightened at all no one feels like they're like it never feels you know how when like (laughs) you you, were i i don't want to spoil anything and we can cut this if we want but we are going to talk about hollywood shuffle at a certain point and it but it never like and on Atlanta it never feels like we've pushed some kind of like like we've never pushed a Yale school of drama actor into like something that felt like flat or like one dimensional you know how you, sometimes you can tell when like a black actor is better than the work that they're being put into mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like like even like Viola Davis in the help is like no, you're like you're so much better than yes. this. I'm just like, I feel why? like, like yeah. Why? I mean, this is also like me thirsting after Jonathan Majors like emotionally, <laughs> but like he's somebody whose career I'm so excited to see because he also like he used to be a like you know little whatever. It's like he was a white boy Rick and like yeah. that movie Hostiles. If anybody remembers that, like he was just like up in these flicks, and now it's like oh my okay, like you're getting to do work that like you're just as good as or if not better and like you're gonna be in these really exciting things which is cool but also then I kind of I guess it goes back to what you were saying where it's like okay but now you're doing like these big things like yeah I, I wonder too I feel like there aren't I mean there are black character actors obviously yeah but like I feel like how the way that in the indie scene there are these white actors who are revered for being in indie spaces like 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 there's 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 no no black parker posey (laughs) i was gonna say there's no black adam driver but like like there's no one who like flips between you Mm -hmm. know how adam driver will like do star wars and then like go off and do like a noah bombach movie or whatever Mm -hmm. like or like do like a jim jarmusch movie like that doesn't happen yeah and there's no like there isn't you know and maybe I'm wrong, but like there isn't like I mean, black mumblecore. Like that doesn't no exist. No. Like the closest maybe we have is Atlanta and like sometimes insecure. But I insecure was is even that. still it's like hi- no. It's so it's heightened to be this- like comedy. Yes. Like, and in like we want this to be a palette like not palette, but like 
this is it it unfortunately is already speaking for something so it can't right. go back and suddenly be like low-key yeah and like the thing about like no Bombak movies is like there aren't there aren't always like jokes but there are characters who are funny like yes. within the world the, the realm of the movie so if you're laughing yeah. you're laughing because someone said something to be like funny on purpose sort of right um and there are there are like jokes but it's like much more like I feel like that is um rarer like yeah. that's not like insecure is like this is a comedy so right. we are going to like 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 Isa on insecure isn't like funny a funny person no <laughs> like Molly is not like funny funny necessarily no but d- does but, funny but the situation is in funny into, situations yeah, exactly. it's like right. a funny show I also to your point I think the closest thing we have to a black Adam driver is Daniel Kaluuya yeah the closest thing but even that yeah but like what has Daniel Kaluuya been in recently also like well now he's like producing yeah I mean, Clean and Slim is the last thing, and he's going to do that Fred Hampton project. So now he's not going to be our Black Adam driver anymore because <laughs> he's doing biopics. He's becoming Chadwick. Oh, God. And we really, yeah. we really I mean, lost listen. Chadwick. Yeah, of course. We lost him. I don't know what happened, is the thing. Often I, I know never, what happened. Whenever but I don't someone know brings up Chadwick, I just think of those pictures with him, like eyes absolutely dead, doing having the to do Wakanda, Wakanda forever. <laughs> It's like, oh, baby, was it worth it? Was there it was worth one the video where he was at like an HBCU and he's like, well, you know, people are like, do it, do it. And he's like, well, God, forever and his eyes smile and he doesn't and he thinks like the camera's gone and you just see the light leave. <laughs> just leave. So he's good sad. in it. I wish I could tell him that he's very good in it. Who? Listen, Chadwick. Chadwick. Yeah, of course. He does what he needs to do. Listen, this thing is the Mahershal of situation you take the check you lose your soul what do you do Mahershala. you do the green book you lose your soul so then you got to cleanse and do rami after chadwick didn't want to do do a road drama he didn't want to do miss juneteenth so now he lost his soul bro chadwick or not chadwick Mahershala winning the oscar for green book and just having to like get up there and be like <sighs> yeah this is embarrassing <laughs> y'all <laughs> like so funny months of people being like this movie is racist and him just being like uh. but then also immediately after being like yeah this movie is racist i just had to take a check i didn't really realize i'd go this far <laughs> so crazy um do you okay i'm gonna try to steer this steer no, this shit back i think we're, we're gonna keep kind of digging into this well but are there any um bombback movies you do like i love the squid and the whale the first mm. time i saw the squid and the whale i was blown away i thought it was so beautiful i thought it it was that thing where i was like obviously there's something happening there's plot you know there's conflict and it's clear what the conflict is it's like not but in this conflict there's all these like small weird moments happening because every character is like fully is fully fleshed out and like a real person and complicated and weird and um i like sobbed during the credits oh my god i mean the, and the listen i come from movie? a two-family household my parents aren't divorcing but like you know they're fine but <laughs> i just it was beautiful no it's as uh as someone whose parents are divorced um mm-hmm. it that shit hits like so crazy of just being like of of them like 
starting together and also i feel like i was kind of like a same the same ish age as jesse eisenberg in that movie when my Mm -hmm. parents got divorced and so like there's just this whole thing of it happening when you're a teenager where you're like oh i'm like i have to be the adult here like Mm. i i have to like figure this out and then jeff daniels is so good in that movie really really good anna paquin holding it down little freak Little freak, Laura Linney. I don't really I mean, love Laura Linney. You and I both are. I think we've said this before, where we see Laura Linney and we wish that she was somebody else. I can't remember else. who. It's, it's it's just like I don't. Know. I could think I wish she was like. Um, who do I wish it was? My first thought was Patricia Clarkson, but I don't think that's really it. Um. I think it's like, like Julianne Moore, maybe. Maybe. I just, but, I just, whenever I see Laura Letty, I'm not excited. I'm like, no, she's gonna make I, me feel bad. Yeah. I often wish she was just like somebody else. I kind of sometimes wish she was. Um. Oh, what's her name now? Oh, what's her name? Um. Um. Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. <laughs> really? No. Not Helen Hunt. The other one. Bonnie? Bonnie Hunt? No, not Bonnie. Oh, Lord. <laughs> What's her name? The Southern one. Oh, 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 oh. Holly oh. Hunter. Yes. <laughs> Mary Fuck Kill. Holly Hunter. Bonnie Hunt. Helen Hunt. <laughs> wow. Mary Fuck Kill. Mary Holly Hunter. Fuck Helen Hunt. Kill Bonnie Hunt. That is the right answer. Yeah. R.I.P. Cheaper by the dozen. R.I.P. Man. Cheap. What and two. (laughs) One and two. One and two. I wonder how Bonnie Hunt's doing. I think she's probably chilling. She had a show for a while. About the Bonnie Hunt show. It was like a daytime talk show. I think. (laughs) For on what channel? NBC, I believe. (laughs) Really now? Yeah. And that's weird because you don't think of Bonnie Hunt as someone people would be like, I think I should watch that show, but it happened. Hmm. Guess people are looking out for her. That's good. As long as she's got people looking out for her. That's what matters. That's (laughs) That's what what Bonnie needs. Um, But yeah, I really love Squid and the Whale. And also, I think that, listen, I saw that. I saw Marriage Story and I was like, I feel like you said everything you had to say about divorce with Squid and the Whale. Well, okay. I do think I do think those movies are interesting together because it's like one is so clearly drawing from his parents' divorce and one is so clearly drawing from Memory, his own divorce. Clearly. And sort like, of a psychotic psychotically in marriage story. Yeah. <laughs> and in Squid and the Whale, it's like there is like I think that the the like similarities between those two movies are just as interesting as like the differences between those two movies where it's like the the Noah Baumbach stand in in those movies like or at least the movie itself like the movie mm-hmm. itself kind of like has so much I don't want to say love but it like kind of is cares for each of the people in yeah. the relationship yes each absolutely time. um and even in Marriage Story, when they're like literally screaming at each other, it's like, I, I personally was like, I don't, people, we were like, they made everyone, that movie makes Scarlett Johansson look like a bitch. And I was like, I don't know if we watched the same 
yeah movie like i think it it takes like so much care to to like make a movie that isn't just like kramer versus kramer where it's like the mom splits Very and suddenly clearly. it's like a movie about like the dad and the like, dad even in squid and the whale it's like the dad is kind of like goes off the rails but like there's so much like the main character is still it's like his parents so there's still like so much love going in both directions still like remember when laura dern won an oscar for marriage story okay she won an oscar for taking off her jacket in the courtroom i think that that's crazy yeah i will never stop thinking that that's crazy that's one of those things though where it's like so obvious that it was like okay so laura dern has little women and marriage story in the same year and we've never really given her an oscar so like let's. so just now we're of, just gonna go yeah. ahead and give it to her yeah yeah she also is kind of incredible in that scene where she meets scarlett johansson she like yeah. takes her shoes off and like gets on the couch listen if it was between her and jojo rabbit then oh, God. i'm glad it was her yeah that, it was no one won that situation unless unless we gave it to Ford's pew but even then no one really no one wins when the family pews <laughs> i hate you <laughs> yeah yeah i know um do we want to talk speaking of marriage story do we want to talk about no bumbuck's messy messy personal life i mean i think it's time i think it's time uh, yo men really just can just be hot to people okay this is if the I thing pull, if i pulled this mess huh it it is so crazy also because it's like he's not that hot he looks like, normal he he's just looks like a guy looking. like the most normal looking like motherfucker <laughs> seen in my life i've never seen a man look more normal he looks like if jason schwartzman like if you if you sandpapered the edges of jason schwartzman and made him look more normal (laughs) (laughs) just like why are all these women like why is greta gerwig breaking up a marriage for this minds Okay, Listen. I should say allegedly breaking up a marriage because thank the, you uh, allegedly breaking up an alleged. The 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 official party line is that they did not start seeing each other until after Noah Bumbach left a pregnant Jennifer Jason Lee. That being said, that's that's still not good. <laughs> that being said, a more realistic timeline is that he was cheating on Jennifer Jason Lee with Greta Gerwig while she was while pregnant she, while they were making Greenberg. Which is a movie that people fucking love for some reason. Great. It makes Listen, me so deeply uncomfortable. Podcast like Know Me Fry. Podcast Know Me Fry wrote an article about Greenberg that I'll never forgive her for. I can love her and respect her and never forgive her for that Greenberg article. Okay. Podcast David Sims is also fucking obsessed with Greenberg. Loves it. Loves the shit. It's one of those things where I'm like, am I missing the point? I don't think so, though. I think I just don't love Greenberg and I'm allowed to be like, no. And that's kind of one of the interesting things I think about Noah Baumbach where it's like, you know, because he's like a white auteur, he's allowed to like do kind of all these different things where it's like, where it's like some of his movies, I'm like, this is brilliant. I love this. And then some of his movies, I'm like, I hate this. Like while we're young is actually like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And then I was going to ask you about that. Okay, We'll get to it. But then (laughs) there and like my Arrowhead story, don't think it's good. But 
Like, and then there's ones where I'm like, do I just not get what's going on here? Yeah. Like, yeah. what? Am That's I how I felt about Francis. I mean, obviously, Francis, you know, whatever. But that was definitely one of the ones where I was like, am I not getting it or do I get yeah. it? And I get that this that uh, that I get that this isn't for me. And so yeah. I just don't. And I and I also think it's interesting because I'm like, I sometimes I can't tell because people love to be like, no, Babak does the same thing every time. And I'm like, if that were true, right. all of these movies would be more consistently like one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't tell if like I'm stupid or those people are stupid. It's like, hard. It's hard. You know, as, well, just to this point of not knowing if you're stupid or not, that's incredibly hard. <laughs> I, I also, I will say like, I mean, like, listen, because I just heard myself say like, it's not for me. Which also, I, I mean, like, you and I have talked about it before, probably on pod, and it's like, listen, I love a movie where everybody's white. Oh, I'll eat that shit up. Some movies, up. listen, some movies shouldn't be all white people. They should just be all white people, and that's fine. That's I'll totally eat fine. Up. Thank you. Thank you, I say. I, and, and it's not While We're that Young point. is not one of those movies, though. Which is the thing. Which Greenberg is, is not of one problem. of those Greenberg movies. Greenberg is not one of those movies. Like, the fact even that, like, Marriage Story is, like, that is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Why wasn't Regina King Laura Dern, you know? Hmm. Hmm. And or interesting Regina that, Hall. like... Who is the Parker Posey of black people? I mean, is like it Regina that's... Hall? <sighs> okay, here's the thing, though, is that, like, there, there's, there truly maybe is only one uh, Parker Posey. Like, yeah. I don't know if you could, like, cast that. Maybe? Hmm. Maybe Gabrielle. But she doesn't She's have not, like, all weird. The like, the thing range. about Parker Posey is that she's a fucking freak. Yeah. Like, That's why I think Regina Hall is the closest. Yeah, I think Regina Hall is probably She's the one closest. of our most public black weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. We think about it. We'll think about it. <laughs> God, it's so it's just like it's also one of those things where it's just like those those girls exist, but uh-huh. they don't become actors. They like go off and do like yeah. weird shit somewhere else. Yeah, like, they do like art and music shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like maybe like Colella is a black Parker Posey, but like <laughs> Erica Badu is the black Parker Posey. <laughs> Yo. That's true. That's literally true. <laughs> I can't believe you cracked it. Erica Batu was the black Parker Posey. Yo, that's not off base, though. And no. Jill Scott is the black Laura Dern. <laughs> no, it's true. If you've seen Why Did I Get Married too, you know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> but, like, it is just a thing of, like, um... I mean, back to like Linklater. Linklater does the same thing where it's mm-hmm. like, why are these movies so white? Or there'll be like one black person and it's like that feels mm-hmm. like wedged in. Like, yeah, it's just like it doesn't seem hard. Like people love to be like the the like we just couldn't find someone who was like ta- like this was the most talented right. person we could find. And I'm right. like, that simply can't. I be know true. that's not true. I know that that's not true, especially when I'm looking at all these beautiful light skinned Broadway girls. I'm like, you're telling me you couldn't find one light skinned two C hair girl with big, beautiful eyes. Even um, 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 the kids are all right. Like they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids are all right. The kids are all right. While we're young. No, I'm talking about just the concept of wedging in uh, 
oh. a, a black person <laughs> and being like, yeah, we found one. <laughs> they found Yaya da Costa. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, and this is about like so many movies, especially like indie movies where it's mm-hmm. just like, you're just going to like either do nothing or just like wedge someone in. And it's like, right. it's like, that just, this just tells me what your personal life is like. Like, this just tells me that when you hang out with your friends, it's yep. like all white people. Yep. That you got a wedding and there's one black person at the wedding who's like, oh, this is over. <laughs> <laughs> I get to get out of here. God. Um, but anyway, yeah. Do uh, Overall, do you uh-huh. think Noah Bumbach is net good or net bad or are you like fully net neutral because like mm-hmm. i also feel like i and you are probably like um uh, biased either way because people yeah. everyone in new york i don't has know what a, it's like mm. in la but everyone i hang out with in new york like has some kind of opinion about it i think somewhere in between net neutral and net good because we didn't even talk about, like, Metrograph. Oh, He's an right. angel investor. And that is so crucial. That and is actually big. so important. And I think he does, like, just in terms of, like, the New York, like, film space and scene yeah. does good. Or means well or <laughs> something. I don't think he does harm. Yeah. I don't think he does harm. And he's got he's got some hits. He has when he he has things to say and I don't know exactly what they are, but every now and again I'm like, "Oh, I like the way that you said yeah. this." So, I think that's something positive. I feel like my answer is that he, I mean, and I can't well, we can't verdict already. It's too early to verdict. No, 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 no. But I think I, it's net neutral to good. I don't know. Where do you stand? I mean, I I think I like uh, I think I like more of his movies than you do. But like, yes, um, <laughs> this is clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Um, but like, I just I, I can't really shake the fact that he is whether he wanted to or not become like the poster boy for like like uh successful white indie filmmaking uh-huh. which mm-hmm. as like no joe swanberg yeah. like crawled so he could e- fucking do exactly a double yeah tuck, it's like backflip tuck <laughs> and it's like it's this oh god we could talk about joe swanberg joe swanberg if you think noah bumbuck has problems <laughs> i'm from Swan- boston trust me <laughs> Joe I feel Swanberg, his like, shackles on my on my life. This one we're in Chicago, baby. Is he from Boston? No, he's like deep Chicago. Who's from Boston? I don't know. Is, are the Duplasses from Boston? The Duplasses? No, the Duplasses like made houses in New York. Mm. I mean, in Detroit or something. I thought uh, it was Texas. Whatever. It's Andrew Bajowski. I messed up. Not Joe mm. Swanberg. I'm all right. <laughs> no, the kid but like, but, is all but right. the fact that we like could name just then all of those guys who yes. are like, who are like kind of in the same vein. And it's yes. just like, uh, I don't know. Alex Ross Perry makes kind of more interesting movies, but it's still like, 
it's all kind of the same. I don't know if that like movement is net pause. Yeah, it does feel this is the thing. It's like it's done so little for me. Yeah. <laughs> But I also it's made spaces, I think, and done interesting things like especially when like, you know, OK, your Duplasses, your um, Lynn Shelton's, for example, rest of fucking power. If that was a bad bitch like she is she especially um, who else? Maybe like um, I don't know, like, like Nicole uh, Aaron Center. Yeah. Or like, or like Aaron Katz or whatever. Um, those are people who have done positive things when they branch out to like tv Mm -hmm. you know and like these other spaces i also am like i'm I'm thinking i because at first in my head i was like well maybe it's good that like someone created a blueprint and then Mm -hmm. i was like actually like if i were a director i wouldn't want someone to be like oh she's like the black noah baumbach like that is not the like mold i would want to <laughs> create just thought of that for you and i know uh, got dark. chills so no, dark. i mean hey listen right it is like the 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 i mean like well you know we want to create our own spaces and like exactly our own things whatever it's like the, the master's house the master's tools Etc. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even look at you right now. Can't even look at you. Not destroy the master's metrograph <laughs> with the master's <laughs> red camera. <laughs> if I could hit you. <laughs> if I could merely hit you. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> but shout out, shout wrong. out to the candle they got going in the metrograph bathrooms. That shit always smells good as hell. It smells delicious. It's delicious. It's a gorgeous place. I would love to make a metrograph one day. My whole, my, one of my dream projects is like opening a metrograph style place. You and I are the same thing. Neither of us are original. We have the same (laughs) dreams. No. And there, there isn't like one in like, I don't know, like Chicago or something. Like, I just think that like. What? I said, you could go to Chicago. Yeah, you know I love Chicago. I guess you do, yeah. Random. You know, I, I'm a Chicago 10 who thrives there. So know, that's true. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll simply see. Yes? Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just like... I think he does good things or maybe interesting things. I, yeah, I guess it is like causing me to reflect on just like mumblecore as a whole. Right. It's like what what did that do? Like <laughs> Yeah. Like what did we get from it? I mean, it just felt Other like than a like, different In a way, I mean, it just felt like to me feels like to me like this extension of a different extension of privilege. Like, not only mm-hmm. is it a privilege to be able to have stories about everything, like about being in space or, or being just like back working in time. at a brewery. Or, yeah. So, so that was, I was saying, yeah. so like, not only can you have these stories yeah. about like all these big things, but you can have them about nothing as well. 
and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like also like that's the thing. It's like mumblecore films. I've personally so few of them do I actually feel like I've enjoyed or yeah. like speak to me. Yeah. But the films that inspired mumblecore maybe like girlfriends or sex lies and videotape or clerks or slacker like those i really enjoy right that makes sense to me where it's like it's like to be like inspired by the Mm -hmm. same things Mm -hmm. and i'm sure there are people who were like you know, probably the same age as your like Swanbergs and your Duplasses or whatever, right. who just like weren't white men who were also right. inspired by clerks, also inspired by Slacker, right. and just like didn't know people who had like a hundred thousand dollars to give. Right. Them. I mean, like I love Andrew Dusunmu, who's like a Nigerian photographer and director, and he did this film Mother of George, um, that is just, yeah to me also feels like kind of a, an ex, like an interesting like offshoot of mumble like of uh mumblecore but is like just set in like very very firmly rooted in like the Nigerian immigrant yeah. story and like that's the other thing is that like I'm sure someone listening will be like they're actually missing like these movies but it's like and those- straight up <laughs> that's sure it's like that's great but those also those kinds of movies aren't classified under mumblecore like mumblecore mm-hmm. like implicitly is yes. white filmmaking white. like white that filmmaking. is just kind of like how it is and if right. it was like if like a black person made it they again they'd be like oh it's a it's a black Noah Baumbach it wouldn't be mm-hmm. like like Noah Baumbach what people don't really compare him to anyone right he's not like I don't yeah. know. It, like if anyone, it's Whit Silman, but that was like five years before he was working. Like that's not, it's, that's mm-hmm. like part of a movement instead of being like, this is a one-to-one comparison and the only difference is like race. Yeah. Damn. That's real. That's real. It is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like, I feel like even to, like Wyatt Cenac and like Barry Jenkins and all these guys who like, I mean, not totally Barry Jenkins, but like, yeah, like this, there's like a generation of like black auteurs, you know, like Medicine for Melancholy. Yeah. Just like, you know, is definitely like. That's like close. Close. Like, it is just like two people like walking around. Right. <laughs> like, but there probably is some sort of sort of, sort of like. I bet if you looked it up, some article, you know, that's like barry jenkins the black you know book or whatever yeah. like taking a stab at this it's like that's why i think we then we find ourselves like forced to like make these own like our like yeah we just have to keep making work for ourselves because yeah. nobody's gonna like i don't know it's like it's like you have to make if you want to like i don't know it feels right. like black people either have to make like um i don't know like just you know you're like um like the best man or whatever or you have to make Mm -hmm. like completely singular works of art like you have Mm -hmm. to there's no like kind of middle ground almost and it's and then we also don't get the middle would be like that's like the sign that we did it yeah exactly (laughs) some sort of equity and like or in like only recently are like 
do we have like Black Panther or Creed or these like right. super super high budget, right. high grossing films mm-hmm. like And I'm sure like to some extent also just thinking about the idea of making space. I'm sure like, you know, Andrew Bajowski and like, you know, Joe Swanberg and all these guys were like we have to make space for ourselves because if you are like us you can like you know they want us to make these big showy movies oh, and they totally. want us to do these sweeping dra- dramas and we don't want to so we want to do these intimate scenes or whatever and then it just comes down to capital like yeah. it right. just comes down to being able to like have someone who will be like here's a couple hundred thousand dollars like go yeah. make your movie it is just i mean yeah it's like and even like black independent filmmakers it is like that somehow that's its own that's its own genre or something like it is but it's not but it is it's like these little blips like there's not it feels like the idea of like a movement hasn't really right it's like and then again capital (laughs) yeah exactly it's like with like with the whole like white indie scene they're Mm -hmm. like tears and there are like classes of it and like mm-hmm. there are people who like who are like we all came up together blah, blah 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 there's like the whole pocket of like women who do it who are always like hey, respect us and it's like yeah. true like that does make sense like kelly reichardt has to like wait 10 years between every movie or whatever like um but it's still like that kind of group i feel like doesn't exist as much and we're we're only talking about black people. It's like where are the like where's like Latinx mumblecore? Where's like Asian mumblecore? Asian mumblecore, like, yeah. I, I mean, and like there is like more like quote unquote Asian mumblecore if you go like actually go to Asia where they mm-hmm. like are doing their own thing. Yeah, like, like Hong Sang Soo is like yeah, fucking exactly. killing that and making a small totally. indie movie. But like every Asian American mumblecore, like mm-hmm. not a thing, right? And not something that's really seen like seen or in a, a genre i also think of like there's you know there's definitely like subsects of like queer movies then i think of like um pariah which is like a black film mm-hmm. and then like saving face um which is like you know an asian american story or whatever but then it's it's that same thing where it's like where these tiny little moments in these Big sweeping, yeah. Big sweeping movements and mo- like uh, that, yeah. That it's kind of like okay, well, let's just make, let's just, let's just keep on trucking. <laughs> I do wonder if now, I mean, like obviously, you know, with everything going on, it feels like people are going to be hyper aware and going to be like, now we're going to promise to put at least half of the movies this year, make them by people of color, and it, and it's like okay, but but who's gonna help them make it? Right. It's also, it's like, it's so, and this is happening, you know, like everywhere in every single industry where they're like, we're more focused on like, we're going to be more diverse in our hiring or whatever. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, but if like the studio, if the execs, if you're not going to like, like burn the whole thing down and start over, it's like, it's like, it doesn't actually matter. Like, and actually the film industry is like a good metaphor for it because it's like, cool if there are like more people like in front of the camera like that's great it's like yeah that is let's say like 10 percent of the operation the other 90 mm-hmm. also has to get changed like yeah that it's like you should have like a black gaffer or whatever like right like you should have like black women in the hair and makeup chair to like do 
black women's hair and makeup. No, I could talk about that for a while, while, while. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it, it needs. To, I mean, yeah. I mean, even like all most of the lighting crews. If you go on a set, like most of the lighting crews, like the crews, even if there are people of color in them, they're like owned by the same white guy. Yeah. Like and a, it's like, like across it's, each state, who is like probably Republican and like really scary. And it's just like you can. I mean, even if you put like black people in your movie, if you're mm-hmm. shooting at night and you don't know how to light them, it's going to yes. look like shit. Like it's, it's like it's look- so pervasive mm-hmm. in like so many different ways. And it's mm-hmm. why like when Barry Jenkins or Jordan Peele makes a movie and we're like, wait a minute, why does this look incredible? Yeah. It's like it's because you like the way we light movies was based on how white people look on film. Like historically, right. like that is why lights are set up the way they are. So like. Again, you have to burn the whole shit down. It's interesting to me also just like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we actually have to burn everything down. <laughs> actually, that's really fascinating to me and and kind of then. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I don't know. I had a thought and then it sort of flew out of my head sort of bravely. But I basically but I agree. <laughs> OK, well, Olivia, should we play a quick little game of fuck, Mary kill? Yeah. Okay. We talked about Bombac both so much and so little, you know? <laughs> I think it's like, this is actually like kind of what I wanted to talk about because I do think he's like representative. He's like the most successful representative of a whole thing. Right. That I wanted to talk about. And mm-hmm. it's like, can something be like iconic or even just like good while right. also being like, a microcosm of like kind of a structural issue Mm. Um, it's 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 also like i feel like i don't want to come across as being like yeah now none of these movies should be successful and these men are just like getting away exactly not being talented because that's like not what i agree with as well like it's like it's like such a a, like a nuanced thing where it's mm -hmm. like i love 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 richard linklater does right. he put, put, put people of color in his movies? Absolutely no. not. Not at all. He no. put that one little like Hispanic boy in boyhood as like a token. Yeah. <laughs> and was, was like, like isn't this awesome? That was bo- like, oh, no. God. This is and then horrible. we and then we awarded Patricia Arquette and we said, thank you, queen. We said, thank you, queen, for teaching that boy how to read or whatever. Like so we could manage a restaurant, like go off. Go I do on. love that movie, though. That's the other thing is like. Yeah, obviously we saw that movie at the same exact time and we also moved to New York and, <laughs> and we're like It doesn't help that yes. the boy in boyhood is our age. And so I no. was like, I'm just gonna watch myself grow up here. Yeah, That's of cool. course. And cry while I do it. Okay, Andrew was <laughs> entering the chat to say his daughter who was in it is Mexican. Richard Linklater. Richard Linklater has a Mexican daughter. Her name's Olivia, I think. <laughs> oh. That's nice. She is okay, white well. passing though, so. <laughs> Damn, go off, Olivia. I'm just also, saying. Also, I still feel the same. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, though, 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 I guess like thanks, King, once again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is. There's um. How to say it? How to say it? Something systematic afoot. <laughs> Something, Something systematic. systematic this way come. Thank you. That was what I was going to say. I like that we said it together. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Damn. So fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary Kill. Okay. okay. And you know, and as we explain our decisions, we can get into these things more and yeah. more. And even more, more, more. What okay. a joy. Well, fuck Mary Kill. We can do it a few different ways. But we can do a film version. Okay. I think that's fun. Okay. Then that's what it is. Okay. Um, Um, Okay. I think I got it. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Uh Uh-huh. Greenberg. Uh Uh-huh. While we're young. Uh Uh-huh. Marriage story. (laughs) I I was going to say. I wasn't going to pick Squid in the Whale because it's the best one. I was going to say Greenberg. While we were young, Meyerowitz stories. Okay, I was also going to do Meyerowitz stories, but I was like, we should throw in maybe a good one, but let's do Meyerowitz stories. Let's do Meyerowitz stories. This sucks. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course it does. Um. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All toxic. It's All so toxic. Okay. Um, okay. I think I have it. Um, okay. <sighs> I think we're gonna fuck while we're young because you know I feel like I've already had sex with the like physical embodiment of while we're young <laughs> and I just like know what to expect there which is like some like gross Brooklyn shit sure um also the scene in while we're young where they all throw up because they're doing ayahuasca in some like home in Brooklyn uh-huh gross but kind of funny um <laughs> and then I guess I I marry Meyerowitz stories, I guess. Like, I guess I'm kind of, like, there for, like, I really don't like watching Adam Sandler in that movie. He's in that, like, mode of doing dramatic acting where he just makes me really uncomfortable and I don't like it. Okay. Um, But the the woman who plays the sister is really good in that movie. So, like, cool. Go off. Um, And then I'm obviously killing Greenberg. I can't do it. I hate it. I I would be, be uncomfortable with any other option. Wow. Okay. Hmm. This sucks. Doesn't it, it sucks so much. <laughs> I'm gonna also marry Meyerowitz stories. It's like doable. Yeah. Sometimes a marriage just has to be doable. I think, though, this is bad. I think I'm gonna. <gasps> You gotta dude, fuck Greenberg, dude, and kill while we were young. That is so perverted of you. <laughs> this is what happens because you moved to LA. <laughs> we both picked our respective coasts. Like I think that's Noah literally what movie. happened. That's literally what happened. I just like that's where I'm living right now. Sure. That's how I feel. Cool. He has a pool. That's he has cool. a pool, and I like, get to swim in the pool. And like, I mean, it ends any it it ends, you know. And so, nothing I like like a tortured old man just being obsessed with me. <laughs> <laughs> Briefly, yeah, I think that's just what it has to be right now. Okay, I respect that. I respect your reasoning there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I respect you. Thank you. I, you know, I'm giving you a virtual handshake. Thanks. Are you looking something up right now? What are you doing? Um, like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I got a text <laughs> from 
<laughs> I got a text because um, I might be. We'll talk about this. <laughs> talk about this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let's bring it to final words. Okay. Any last words? I guess I'll start since, you know, tis your pick and I'll let you close it out. Thank you. I think that somebody can be a pillar of something. I think somebody can be can be important. Um, you know, uh, can be a figure and can, you know, connote something in history. But I'd, I I don't know if that makes them an icon. And I think I get that he is definitely like the poster boy of this moment movement and has like been the most successful and also been successful in a way where it doesn't mean that he um waters down what he does or then like, you know, changes as well because i think that's Mm -hmm. also a way that we like connote success right it's like you do your thing long enough to then do the thing that everybody else wants to do and he's like still been steadily doing his thing which i think is very cool and very respectable like he didn't go off to make like spielberg movies or whatever right big budget huge right and he's not just like directing like episodes of like prestige tv and like Mm -hmm. packing it up for the night time and being like okay good i did it um that being said we talk about icon, and also listen. Like we've, you know, had people on our episodes, and then we're just like, yeah, they're an icon. And sometimes we're like, well, maybe not exactly, actually. <laughs> and I think Bombback might be a not exactly, actually, for me. I think, I think he just might not be an icon to me. I think. I think also like qualifying it as being like to us is kind of important in this situation where it's like there are people I'm friends with several of them who are like who are like yes this is Mm -hmm. this man is an icon Mm -hmm. this man is like important to the history Mm -hmm. of cinema like this man's work can be like studied in schools blah 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 um Which like whatever, which like but that that's school for you. <laughs> that's that's um, NYU school, Tisch School of the Arts for you. Um, but I think like, yeah, I don't. I came into this being like I actually like know in my soul that I don't think he's an icon, but I do know that we'll have like um, a good conversation about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and like, I think I think something we kind of get tripped up on on the show sometimes is like like uh, someone like does good work like does that make them an icon and it's like no it's like the reason the the famous reason that amy adams isn't an icon (laughs) where it's like yeah she is like good at her job but there's like nothing that like like being good at your job is like not enough like simply just like wow olivia (laughs) the fucking scalding tea that has (laughs) i just think it's like it's like uh i don't know like art is one of those weird places where it's like when someone is uh 
has chosen it as their job and then they're good at it we're like wow incredible brave Mm -hmm. and it's like when I show up to my job and I'm good at it people are like yeah (laughs) like yeah that's what we expected of you because you like chose this as your job like I mean like people yeah (laughs) like I think we're uh I don't know I don't know I think more people in like performance especially if they're like even a little good just because it is like kind of like a hard thing to do and they're so like public facing we're quick to be like yas queen like mm-hmm. icon mm-hmm. um but it's like you know i i my like mailman is probably a better mailman than noah baumbach is a director like but we're just like <laughs> but like i don't know just thinking out loud um <laughs> wow wow I also have uh, like I've recently just been thinking about like standing and like um, how it literally never ends well. Yes. Never ends well. Literally, no. the point of the song "Stand" is that it doesn't end well, yeah, and yet we really and took yet, it. Nevertheless, nevertheless, we were like, we spent like ten years being like, yes, it's only good, and then we ended up with like celebrities telling us who to vote for and thinking that that was a good idea. <laughs> this is all our fault. What we're saying, I guess, is that this podcast is part of the problem. (laughs) (laughs) This was a meta episode. I think it's, like, good to, you know, question these things. Mm. That being said, um, I did spend, like, a lot of time this week looking at those pictures of Timothy Chalamet on a yacht with that woman. Yeah. And the guitar. Like, I'm not, I'm never going to, like, stop doing that. And by the time this comes out, they honestly could be broken up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. And he'll probably be publicly having sex with somebody again. Well, yeah, of course. That's he loves so to do it. crazy that that happened. Fame um, is a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to so, say yeah, it. My, my answer is um, no. I don't think he's an icon. I think he's very smart. I think he's made a lot of really good movies. Yes. Um, I think he's made some stinkers. Yes. Um, I think that I, he's done things that are important um, or notable in like film history and should be commended. I'm looking forward to seeing what he and Greta do with Barbie. Sure. I'm, why not? Sure. Literally sure. Why not? And like, listen, like it might be incredible. Maybe. I don't think so, but. Who knows? I can't wait to see Barbie living in Park Slope. <laughs> Going to her like copywriting job that isn't fulfilling. <laughs> like low key, like if they end up making a banger Barbie that's like about gentrification very actively. That'd go be off. sick. Go off. It is just going to be about like people being sexist to Barbie, though. Yeah, obviously. Barbie being like, I have it so hard. And being like, it's like, calm down. Being mean to beautiful women is actually a different type of sexism. <laughs> it's like, actually, it's so hard to be hot and actually, smart and have like five different jobs. It's actually hard to be a woman that's beautiful. It's actually really hard to be Margot Robbie. Did you know it's that? It's actually really hard to be like the beauty standard for women. That's actually like, not fair. That's actually not fair. And we should celebrate ugly women instead. Go off. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm ghostwriting. <laughs> um, okay. How do we end these? Yeah, I don't know. Because we can't like room. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Not really. I mean, I don't know if we've ever ended one by just ending it. 
Wow. Is this should, is this a new frontier for us? I mean, should we try? <laughs> you know what, Olivia? Yes. I actually have a room room idea. Okay. And I say, in honor of this, in uh-huh. honor of this moment, and making space for a burgeoning black indie scene, maybe. Let's say. How about we do a room room for Miss Regina Hall? Ugh. Can we do it together? Yes, because okay. we need each other for this. Yeah. Regina been doing indie movies though. Oh yeah. She been She's in so it. good in support the girls. She's so good in support the girls. Also, do you remember People Places Things? Yes, I remember People Places Things. She's good on it. <laughs> She's good at it. Also, yeah. Jermaine Clem- Clement gets it, but Jermaine Clement also gets it because he's like from New Zealand. <laughs> it's like a totally different thing. That's but like, where he's like, yeah, of course, if I had money and I could cast any hot woman, I'd cast Regina Hall. Um, okay. Let's get one minute on the clock. Okay. I've got one minute on the clock. Ready? We're going to cast a movie for Regina Hall to, to win her an Oscar starting now okay i'm gonna be brave and say it's for lead actress i would also like that okay um i don't want it to be like historical at all no 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 i think it should be honestly like loki she teams up with like a hot indie director like a pop and indie director or somebody maybe like a like a really cool white woman like takes charge Mm -hmm. and helps her out i do think that Who's like a cool white woman who could do it? Because that's also the trouble. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we teed him up with Nicole. We definitely get her to Indie Spirits. I think um, I think where we have to go is like yeah. people people love, you know, Little Women, Lady Bird, like movies about women kind of yeah. like having a hard time. But I think like um, if, we, if you make a movie about like, massage noir or whatever like i do think you could tee it up for like anna cat but i also want her to be like fun like that's you know what honestly let's team up with the safety brothers i think we get the safties on this and the academy will feel bad about what's happened in the past so they're gonna book this to the front okay yes okay so we're getting her in a full safety adventure yeah oh it's like a it's like a caper yeah i think it's like um They've already done like diamonds and like drugs. Um, I mean, what if it's also about the police and like she's oh. a police woman? She's the police woman. That's what. I, yes. And yeah. so it's like okay. it's like also like mentally fucked because it's like, you know, safety like darkness. It's like as you're rooting for her, you're like realizing she's the bad guy. Ten seconds. OK. OK. I think I think it's like her solving some kind of like fucked up murder. Yeah. She's like a detective. Yeah. She's yeah, like yeah. a safety detective. Uh-huh. And then she probably realizes that like there's like some other cop involved yes and like so and it like, becomes like an yeah. internal affairs like okay bad. so let's like wait hold on here we go she's also got a drinking problem like a light <laughs> of drinking course, problem of course of course and because also clemency shout out alfrey woodard who should have been nominated for something but won't get it because the times we live in we're past a minute by we're going far. just keep going i think it's a situation right safety dark murder fucked up murder almost kind of like internal affairs style where you think that she's rooting out the bad guy 
but you realize that she's actually the one who's like the dirty cop. I love it. Yeah. And it's also like she's a black woman. And so there's like scenes where she's like walking by and people are like, yo, fuck 12, blah, blah, blah. And she like has to deal with that. Mm -hmm. So we kind of are doing clemency again. But (laughs) (laughs) but this time they'll fucking get it. Yeah. I think that's an okay movie. I do too. Nice. Okay. Olivia. I I love you. Love you too. (laughs) Guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. You know, sometimes we got sometimes we got hard hitters. Sometimes we got ramblers. Sometimes we get a little <laughs> bit of both. Um, next week, we'll be finishing out our director's series. I almost said detective series. We'll be finishing out our director's <laughs> With series. With Columbo. <laughs> With my pick for a director. So make sure you tune in. And in the meantime, like share subscribe rate us five stars post it to the insta stories like a weird thing's happening on my instagram right now where i can't actually see when somebody tags me in something i don't know what that's about but but i can so i'll see it and i'll send and, it to io and then she'll send it to me and <laughs> we love when that happens um have good days stay safe give us five stars because you know when we had that hiatus people thought that we were ending the podcast they didn't really realize it was a they hiatus got mad so at us. they got really upset with us and started giving us one star you got to help us fix that okay because this is the five star podcast we cannot have this four and a half stars marring us <laughs> um thanks so much guys we will talk to you next week bye bye forever this has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.